Hey horse lovers, you're listening to the Heart Horse Podcast. Coming to you from the Heart Horse headquarters in Los Angeles, California with your hosts Charlotte and Tista. Today we have a fun and casual episode planned for you where we talk about our top fives, a variety of top fives. as satisfying we're sitting in our office and it's uh well it's not quite five o'clock but it's five o'clock somewhere we're having some aperol spritzes <laughs> it's one of my favorite top five summer drinks i guess yeah it's been so hot here we needed a little we needed a little spritz cold reward yes <laughs> we've been doing a lot of sweating so much sweating. Very covered in dirt, so. Very dirt, yeah. I mean, just we living in exercise clothes, just, <laughs> it's been a lot um, since we've been, since we moved our girls, and mm-hmm. we've been taking care of them and going over twice a day and doing the mucking and the feeding and taking them out every single day. Yep. How have you felt about it all? So, so good. I mean, we've been on so many amazing adventures I didn't think we would get to for a while. Yeah. And... It's been great. The girls have been good. I've gotten a lot of... T- Salem and I have logged a lot of hours uh, watching you and Juno walk in front of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A lot of mine and Juno's butts. Yes. It's a good <laughs> <So>. view. <laughs> yeah. She's doing so good. I'm really... I'm proud of both of them, but I'm super proud of Salem who, you know, Juno was in this neighborhood and in this area and had gone on all these trails and everything um, for many years before. So for her, it's kind of a homecoming and... Mm-hmm. She's been a little nervous about some stuff, but mostly just been like, oh, yeah, I know what this is about. But for Salem, it's a totally new experience, and I'm so proud of how well she's handling it all and how well you're handling her. That's so nice. Yeah, it's honestly, like, I just try and be the best support for her that I can be and listen to when, you know, there's a road she doesn't want to go down and Mm -hmm. figure it out and Mm -hmm. Find, you know, we've done a really good job troubleshooting and finding yes. different routes to things that are a little easier or um, better on that certain day. And she just surprises me all the time. She's so incredible. I see her, you know, be afraid of a flag in someone's yard one day and we mm-hmm. avoid it. And then, you know, the next day she wants to sniff it and the third day she doesn't look at it at all. So yeah. it's amazing getting to see her grow and learn and feel into the new environment and see her thrive there too I mean we've gotten to do so many cool things and yeah they both seem really happy they do seem happy it makes me so happy to see them happy and yeah a big part of that is them having slow feed now which has been such a huge change for them going from only a two two times a day or two mm-hmm. times a 24 hour period feeding to having hay constantly available via slow feed bail nets so they seem very content. Oh, yeah. Yeah, much much happier, much more calm and relaxed about it all. So. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, I'm in terms of their overall health, too, they both look awesome. And it's made a huge difference. Like, you can show up any time of day and know that they have a full belly and that they've been happy. You know, you're mm-hmm. not showing up at the wrong time. There used to be times at the old barn where yeah, if we, we can... timed it wrong... Totally. You really couldn't hang out at all. Yeah, you would have to just be content watching them eat for yourself, which honestly is like one of my favorite yeah. things to do anyway. It's such a good sound. It's so satisfying, but yeah, it would it would be tough sometimes. You're like, oh, I really needed to get this done today, or I really hope we could do this session mm-hmm. today, and now I just have to accept that it's 
it's feeding time and they need yeah. to stay in their pasture and eat. So yeah, that's really nice. Um, today we had thought we would do just something kind of fun and different and go through some top fives. Yes. So just like our top five favorite X, Y, Z. Yeah. We have a whole stuff. list. So we'll see what we get to. Yeah. Horse stuff, non-horse stuff. But I think we should start with your idea, which was top five things in our purses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So mine. we both have ours. Yours is a real purse. Mine's a backpack. Mine's a real purse. Yeah. Charlotte has a funny, it's a pink backpack that's um very floppy it's way too floppy you guys <laughs> I thought I thought I was being so clever I got this backpack that you could like pack down into nothing but it has no structure it's really just like kind of sad it's kind of sad <laughs> but lots of pockets so that's a plus there's a lot of stuff in it though okay, okay so let's what, besides obviously the backpack and the purse don't have what's the for number one of the top five Okay. Well, well you know what? one like the most important, but just like the first. Of what's the, five. the first thing? Well, you know what's funny is the first thing that's in here is a flattened pack of herd brew <laughs> <laughs> that I carry around in case Salem wants some. That's so great. Um, but you know, I think my best things are going to be in this little thing. Um, I have some. Well, that's you just pulled out a mask. Oh, so that's a mask. Definitely these days is oh. a top five. I have one. You know, I I like the ones that go elastic around your ears. This one is so cute, but it's like has these really long ties that mm -hmm. suck. If anyone knows like how you're supposed to wear or style this in a way that makes sense, I would love to know because I haven't figured it out. <laughs> they're super long ties. They're so long, yeah. But it's really cute. It's tie dye. It's from um, Found My Animal. That is a really sweet brand. I think they. Oh, cool. Um, do a, a lot of nice things for um, rescue dogs mostly. Oh, nice. Um, That's awesome. But they also make masks like everybody else these days. Everyone else. <laughs> um, on that note, I love and always have pre-pandemic, I had this too, the Dr. Bronner's Lavender Hand Sanitizer. Oh, that's a good one. It smells really good. Yeah. Especially after like a long day at the barn or you like have to run into a store and you yeah. want to just, you know... <laughs> Freshen it up. Yeah, yeah, spritz, yeah, spritz. yeah. Oh, here's my here's what I was looking for before. So this is perfect. I have a little bag full of some crystals and a little bit of horse hair. That's <laughs> and not then, weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely in my top, especially since I was looking for it. Is that Salem's or? Juno's? Um, yes, it's Salem's. It's Salem's hair, not Juno's. But I should get some of Juno's in here too. Oh. It's like my little like horsepower bag on me at all times. <laughs> Um, what else? I have a bracelet in here that I made that I really like. Um, it's a big silver horseshoe um, with some gold in it and a big heavy chain. I just really like one. it. Um, I think we're past five, but that's That's okay. five? Okay. Well, I'll stop then. No. I mean, I'm kind of out of right, stuff. one more. Okay, one more, one more that I also am really glad I found right now. This is really useful that we did this. Is the uh, plug to the giant... Ball. Oh, the jolly, the, the giant big, jolly ball. Yeah, that inflates for the horses. It's kind of like a giant exercise ball. Yeah, it's, and it when is we a moved, giant exercise ball that's rebranded. Yeah, <laughs> when we moved, we had to deflate it, um, and I had to pull this out, and luckily it came out, and here it is because nice. I haven't reinflated it because I didn't know where the plug was. Great. So All right. that's my top five in my bag right now. <laughs> Quite the assignment. How about you? Okay. Um, top five in my bag. So I have 
a ball cap in mm-hmm. my bag. I'm almost always wearing a ball cap these days because it has been so freaking hot, and I don't want to get my little face sunburned. Yeah, you're good at remembering your hat. Yeah, it's just, I also like the anonymity of it, you know, especially with the mask now. I can have a ball cap and the face mask. I'm like, nobody knows me. <laughs> so secret. Um, so that one's a, it's quite dusty, too, at this point. Let's see. Okay. One of my, well, I have, yes. There's like, a lot oh, of stuff in I have a bag. lot of stuff in this bag. <laughs> it's way more than five. I always have a bar in my bag. You <laughs> so, do. Today I have a blueberry vanilla cashew kind bar. This one's actually been in here for a really long time. So it I looks like, a little flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's why I haven't eat, eaten it. It's, it's looking worse for a while. Yeah, but when, you, when you need it, you're going to be happy about it. Exactly. I always have a bar or almonds. That's kind of my go-to. And then one of my absolute favorite things that I always, always have with me, and when I go, when I run out, I go buy like five more, is it's an Aveda, or Aveda? How do you say Aveda? I don't know. I think Aveda lip saver. It's honestly of all the chapsticks I've ever tried. It is my favorite. Really, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. What makes it so good? I don't know. It's just it's just it's just amazing. I don't know. But Aveda usually does like shampoos and and stuff right. like that. It's more like hair care, but their lip savers. I'm telling you guys, that's really good to know because really I good. actually I don't know if you knew about this, but there's some lip balm companies, including. Carmex, sorry to throw you under the bus, Carmex, but there's ingredients in them that actually chap your lips so oh, really? that you need it more. That is So you buy more. So I'm happy to evil. know the good one. I know, no, it's terrible. This one's great. I honestly only have to apply it like once a day and I feel, and it's just great. Maybe <sighs> twice if it's like super dry. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. What, what else? else you got? What else? Oh, I'm trying to see. Well, I really like my wallet. Um, this is a very mm-hmm. special wallet. I got it on Whidbey Island, which is an island off of like Seattle area in Washington. And I mean, I love it because it has all these little compartments. And one thing that I really, really love in my wallet is this sweet little photo type thing my sister made me for Christmas. It's just like uh, like construction paper or something that she cut into a little spiral and um, put a bunch of little photos of me and her. Yeah, it's like and a tiny photo it's album. It's like a tiny little photo album for my wallet, which is so nice. So it's I love so having sweet. this. Yeah, it's nice to pull it out and be like, oh, I have these people in my life who love me. Oh, mm. I love that. I don't have any of Juno on this little one, so I'm going to make a horse one, too. We should definitely make horse ones. It's important to like your wallet, you know? Like, yeah. money can be a weird thing it totally for all can. of us, and it's nice to reach for something that you really like. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, and it makes me feel good whenever I bring yeah. it out and I get to remember that day when I was on Whidbey Island and yeah, such a nice do. time. Okay, how many is that? That's, I think that's five. That's five? Yeah, that's five. All right. Pretty much. Think. All right. Fast. Pretty Got cool. a lot more stuff in that bag than so I'm mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> so much. That is, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what's in there. <laughs> okay, what other fives do we what have? What fives? Okay, um, well, I guess going off of things, maybe horse products. Mm. Top five horse products. Okay, top five horse products. Well, you know, what do you think is your top five horse products? Um, I always say that my favorite thing is a nice halter. Yeah, you love a nice halter. <laughs> I love a nice halter, so that's in my top five. Um, I usually go for like nylon halters with a good breakaway, mm-hmm. just like plain black, kind of simple, but if it's well fitted and mm-hmm. I really like a nice halter. Um, and then let's see other horse products I really like. Oh, I like something called Hoof Alive. It's a hoof conditioner and I've used it for like so many years. Um, and it just, it works really well. You know, I know there's like a 
so many hook conditioners on the market and a lot of people say they don't even really do anything at all. Um, but this one has like all natural ingredients and I found it works very well on Juno's feet when they get kind of dry and start to peel a little bit. And it also works really well on human nails. So, Great. <laughs> so yeah, so I always like spread a little on my own nails when I, when I do that. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So that's two. Um, a third favorite product. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see. I know some people have had a hard time with this product, but I do really like MTG. Um, it is a sulfur-based product. And it's the stuff that smells like bacon. It smells like bacon in a really weird and uncomfortable way, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a drawback. But it works really well. It's um, helped Gina with rain rot when we were living in Seattle. And then it also has been really helpful for her ongoing canning keratosis. It's also called stud crud. Um, it's like this little skin thing that happens on their legs or in other places. And it's like not harmful for them, but it looks ugly. And it's honestly the only thing that's consistently worked to get rid of it. So mm. I really like that. But if you're listening and you want to try it, like make sure you test a spot on your horse before you go crazy. Because I know some horses have an adverse reaction. But that's true about any skin product, honestly. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? How many Two is that? more. Two more. This is hard. It is turning out to be harder than you would think. Ah, oh, favorite horse products. Oh, my goodness. Oh, hoof boots. Um, mm. So even though I have Juno shod in her front feet now um, in Epona shoes, which actually might also be a favorite. I'm not sure. But I really, really like well-fitted hoof boots. And even if your horse is shod, having them on hand is great because when your horse throws a shoe, you have the hoof boot that can protect the hoof wall so you don't get all crumbly and bad before your farrier can come picks you up. So that's actually, Juno's in a hoof boot on one of her feet right now because she threw a shoe the other day. So one I had success with with her is an old Mac from Easy Care, but I also um, have used Renegades before and I've heard really great things about scoop boots. Um, there's other ones too. There's so, there's so many on the market now, which is great because they all do fit the hooves differently. So it's important to try different brands because it's not just the sizing, it's also like the shape of the hoof boot makes a difference so yeah you when we uh were reorganizing the tack room you had a lot of boots <laughs> and, none of, and hardly any of them were the right one for her I know <laughs> that's a hard thing too their hosts change so much yeah. that you know you have to have different boots on hand because it's like depending on the season or whatever's been going on with their feet you know they can just change sizes so fast which mm -hmm. is the drawback of hoof boots honestly is that you're like great it's she's just a, a centimeters away from fitting this one and now I have to get the other one so right um but yeah that's a favorite for sure hoof boots you have one more one more okay oh I'm trying to think of like my routine oh duh this isn't like totally for horses but it is um a little like hip bag Oh, I yeah. love having a hip bag on me so I can put my phone in it or other like items and some like pellets to give my horse a reward when we're out walking together or doing whatever. I like that you call it a hip bag because hip bag. for the, the darkier of us, we would go with fanny pack. Well, you know why? I don't use that. <laughs> Someone said that's like not a nice word. And really? Yeah, I can't remember like some other, not in the U.S. Obviously in the U.S. we say fanny pack all the time, but I guess in some other area like it's not. That's so interesting. It's not nice. I didn't Bum know Bum bag that. is something else that people Yeah, because I was use. when I was growing up, like, fanny meant your butt. Yeah, maybe maybe that's not nice. Maybe I don't know. Nice. I just remember hearing that once. They're like, that's not the nice down on butts. We've <laughs> all got one. <laughs> but, yeah. That's at, least <laughs> at least one. At least one. Yeah, so that's, that's nice. my five. Okay, that's all a right. good roundup. Yeah. What are my top five? Um... It's interesting because 
I mean, with Salem, I don't need a whole lot of stuff right now in terms of products. But, oh, you know what I really like is the Liniment Fizz pack mm. that we just included in our healing box. It smells so amazing. Yeah. And it's by EcoQuestrian, and there are these little tabs, and they come in a pack of six, and you can dump one in a bucket, and it'll fizz up and dilute, and you can sponge it onto your horse, or I like to use them in the bath. Yeah, I love to take a bath, and I am lucky enough to have a really nice bathtub in my yeah. room, so <laughs> I take advantage of it as much as I can. <laughs> um, so that's one, and then... I love, um, last night I used, it was the full moon and I was on nighttime duty with the girls mm -hmm. and I brought my Oracle deck that you got me from, made by Linda Konov mm -hmm. and it's called mm -hmm. The Way of the Horse. It's not necessarily something I like use on or like for Salem, but it does support our relationship and I like to sit with her and like kind of pull a card to reflect something I need to know about her or our relationship or just sort of a lesson of horses to bring with me into yeah. the week. So I really love that as a tool in my horsemanship. What card did you pull last night? I pulled one. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. It was actually the card that's like the cover of the book. Oh, cool. Um, and it was all about like silent communication mm. and synchrony. Nice. And we've been doing a lot of that on, you know, on the trail. And it was talking about um, the how huge the electromagnetic field from the heart is, mm -hmm. especially compared to the brain and how really we have like three brains, obviously the one in your head and then mm -hmm. also your heart and one in your, in your gut. Mm -hmm. totally. And, um, you know, I've, I really thought about that today when we were out walking and trying to send love and think about where are like those fields were overlapping and how they affect each other and mm -hmm. you know how I affect her and how she affects me so yeah. I had a lot of fun with that Great. um okay so that's two mm -hmm. I oh well I would be open to finding like a natural version of this because I always look for stuff like that mm -hmm. but cowboy magic oh yeah I love it yeah. Salem gets the most amazing and impenetrable fairy knots in her mane <laughs> and and it is the only thing that works to get them out with and I actually don't even use a brush when I do it I put a bunch in and then I just do it with my hands mm -hmm. and it's the only thing that won't like that still like leaves all her mane in and yeah. still gets the crazy knot out oh my gosh it's amazing yeah she her mane is just wild <laughs> considered broaching it I know talk she's about like it. just such a feral little wild child and <laughs> yeah so cowboy magic is essential in the routine yeah um, that's a great one <laughs> and then um I use I haven't been using it lately but I have just some like pure um, really high grade arnica oil hmm. that mm -hmm. I had been using when she had some hawk wounds at the old place and I really love the arnica oil her healing was really fast and I also like to use it on myself like if I get sore shoulder or something I yeah, find it really great. effective um, and gentle too yeah. when it doesn't have any side effects or that's anything awesome. like that yeah that's a great one um, how many am I at? Four. Four. Okay, so I have one more. Ooh. 
Um, what do I like? Oh, you know what I really love? And now I'm forgetting the brand name, but we just got those electrolytes for the girls. Oh, yeah, um, by Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Yeah. Um, it's also called, like, San Juan Ranch. I, it's confusing. Yeah. It's, like, that double name for it. It has, like, company. a really beautiful Palomino Rainer horse on the <laughs> yes. cover. And, um, and, yeah, I love it because we, of course, it's so hot here, and we wanted to get the girls drinking more, support all everything they're losing and their sweat. And um, we tried something basic from the tack shop and both our girls really didn't like it. Which and I don't blame them. I don't it's, blame them either. It smelled like apple, but fake apple. It was gross. And a lot of them are. And that's yeah. what I really like about the one that we got. Is mm-hmm. It was the only one that didn't have... My gosh, there was even a cherry flavor, which blew my mind. Because I was like, <laughs> this is... When horses, horses don't care cherry. about cherry. It smelled like a Jolly Rancher or something. I mean, maybe someone likes it. But, um, you know, we really looked around, and this one is awesome. The girls eat it right up, and it seems to really help them drink more water. They've, mm-hmm. um, we check their buckets every morning, and they both have their own, so it's easy to tell how much they've had. And it didn't yeah. have any extra weird additives or anything that was, like, coloring, flavoring, yeah, it yeah. has, like, a, you know, normal horse stuff. <laughs> Nor- uh, yeah, everything that your horse would <laughs> otherwise also enjoy. Yeah. So um, I really like that, and it makes me feel good to be able to offer them something and know that it's enjoyable for them to eat and it's helping because of these high temperatures. Yeah. It's supposed to get crazy this weekend. Oh, my too. gosh. We are looking at a weekend that's, like, highs of 109 and 111. Uh, I can't. It's just, it's too much. In I know. I'm going to eat some of those electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was horse products. Um, how about... Worst mistakes and fails. Mm. Top five. Top five fails. Oh my <laughs> gosh. We can do a combined on some too. It's going to be top five for each of us. Yeah. Just... Yeah, we could do our, our shared five. Mm-hmm. Okay. We could do a little every other. Do you have one at the top of your mind? I do. Okay. Yeah. Tell. It's just, it makes me sad to think about it because it was truly a fail, but yeah. I didn't know better at the time. So... Um, there was a time when I went with a horse friend when we were probably like 16 or so, maybe 17, and um, she drove her parents' trailer, and we took our two horses to this um, outdoor area, like recreational area, to ride around. And it was really, really fun, and we had such a great time. And when we came back to load them up, Juno was just refusing to load, like would not load. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it took so long and something, and we had actually been taught this by these other women this other time that we had a trouble loading. So it's not totally our fault because didn't know better. Someone else had to do it. We put the lead rope through the window of the trailer Ooh. and just like held pressure on it to try to get her to load. So using it as like leverage. Yeah, using the trailer as leverage to get her to get in. And um, what ended up happening was that she um, reared up. And the line actually snapped just as, she, like, the lead rope, like a cotton lead rope ripped just as she reared. And so from the release of that much pressure, she flipped over backwards, which was one oh. so horrifying. Like, in all my memories, like, one of the worst moments, like, seeing that happen. Yeah. And, th- and it was on concrete, too. So it was just, like, very bad. But 
thankfully she was okay, like was totally fine, and then we were that able to get our loaded. That so heartbreaking. It was total. I felt I felt like the worst ever. Yeah, I felt like mm. the worst horse run ever. So that's like definitely a major fail on my part. But yeah. you live and you learn. You don't know better as a kid sometimes. Yeah. Bless Gino for putting up with all my shenanigans and just lack yeah. of knowledge. And <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a bad. Oof. <laughs> I yeah I would one of my early ones um I had two ponies in my backyard growing mm-hmm. up which was just so exciting and magical and amazing and my mom and I always have loved horses but we'd always had horses at boarding barns where other people were for the most part like managing mm-hmm. the care and um so we were really novice in that way, even though we felt really comfortable around horses. And, you know, we built their pasture and a shelter, and we're so excited, and we already knew the ponies were going to come, so we wanted them ASAP. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, as soon as everything was ready, we were, like, immediately made the call, got the trailer, brought the ponies home. <laughs> and that same day, they were just so darn cute, and... Um, my mom and I went out to run an errand that was going to take like 20 minutes, nothing. We were just like, we're just going to run right out. We'll be right back. Spend the rest of the day with the ponies. Mm-hmm. And we do. <laughs> and as we are coming back and we are driving down our driveway, which was like kind of a, quite a steep hill. Like the whole house was in a valley. So mm-hmm. off the road, you'd go drive down and we pulled in and started driving down and there were just two ponies running full speed up the driveway onto the road (laughs) and we it was like we could hardly believe what we were seeing and um yeah we had we were just such newbies and they had just put up the fencing I guess it was split rail um but there's cement that's mm-hmm. hadn't set oh, yet no. and the whole side of the pasture was just like fully on its side <laughs> no. they, they probably had just like gone to scratch on it or something like <laughs> it would have been so soft that they just completely and luckily like um you know they were really easy to get back and I can't honestly remember like what we did we yeah I was gonna ask how did you get them back we got I mean some you know, fate. I don't know. I'm. So, I feel so lucky. That part I sort of blacked out to be honest. But I know they didn't make it onto the road at all. That's good. And I know that we didn't take them elsewhere. So we must have figured out some way to make the fence work. But we were definitely checking that fence regularly I'm sure. after that. <laughs> yeah, that's another lesson. Like uh, happens one time and one time only. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's super lucky. I there's so many moments I feel like with horses like that you're like, oh oh yeah like a second later or totally. if I had just done this or something, it would have been so much worse. I mean I'll out. I'll uh I'll go one more time actually because okay. I'll piggyback up off of that now that I'm thinking about split rail fences. Uh-huh. Um I my first tart horse, Quincy um, had a really um, kind of freak injury he came in from the paddock with. We never found out what it was. It'd be a mm-hmm. really, really terrible gash across his chest and shoulder. And there was a whole um, a whole long while where we were focusing on healing that. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in the beginning, for quite a bit of it, he had to be on stall rest. And he had always lived in a pasture and he was really not used to that yeah and so I could just only hand walk him a little bit every day a little more each day you know 
And one day in the summer, um, I took him for a little hand walk and he was kind of like at the limit of his walk, but I didn't want him to just be in the stall. So I thought, oh, I'll, you know, groom him, hang out with him. I'll just tie him up mm-hmm. along this fence line mm-hmm. uh, of the arena or whatever. And, you know, he can see all the other horses and hang out and not just be in the stall. But, and I, you know, I think I, I can't remember if I tied the safety knot or not, but <laughs> it wouldn't matter either way because what happened, and he was such a good boy. He really is such a good boy. But I think um, he actually went to roll mm. and because he hadn't been able to roll in grass in so long. Yeah. And when he went down, the lead didn't release. Yeah. And he then got spooked, pulled back, and instead of whatever else could have happened, the whole rail just came oh off. Oh, my God. And he went, took off. There was a really long trail on the property. And I just, it, it happened all in a second. And next thing I know, I'm just looking at him so far down the road, galloping with this really bad injury. Oh, no. With this giant piece of wood just, like, flailing and bouncing oh, everywhere awful. attached to his face. And that's another time I'm... So as much as we say, like, you know, if there's something to get into, a horse will get into it, you know? Oh, yeah. But there's also all these times that you can't believe that they're okay. Oh, my gosh, I know. Completely. (laughs) And, like, that was a time that was so lucky, and he was, but that was a big mistake, and I never, ever tie a horse up to a rail. Yeah. I don't really ever tie a horse up. If I can avoid it. Right. Yeah, because you never know. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Slip, slip knots for quick release yep. if you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I can't imagine watching that. And also knowing, not even just that, that would be scary no matter what. But right. Knowing that he's already has such a bad injury yes. on top of that. Ugh. Exactly. How long did it take for him to recover? Um, From that day or from the whole injury? <laughs> from all of it, I guess. Um, you know, I think it was, um, it was probably a good six months before he was... Mm. Um, fully recovered, and he always had a scar from it, but he did a great job. It was a really incredible learning experience for me being so young, like, you know, tending him and and learning how much, you know, I could love just hanging out. Yeah. And riding was off the table for a long time, and we still had the best time. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've only ever learned a single knot how to tie with horses, and it's a quick-release one, and I'm like, that's only what I need to know. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a hard one. Um, Okay, so one that I have that is related to horses, but isn't, like, exactly the horses going wrong. Um, One time when I was boarding in Seattle, uh, I was having to go to the barn every day because Gino had one of her injuries she's had uh, in the past. And I would, sometimes I go really early because I was in school full time and working multiple jobs and it was just chaotic. So sometimes I'd wake up at like five and drive out to the barn and it was in the winter and it was an especially cold day. Like it was around like 12, 13 degrees mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. Um, and I got to the barn, and what I would have to do is get out of my car and then, like, unlatch this gate and open it to drive in, and uh, just this, it was just the perfect storm. It's, like, 7 a.m., it's 12 degrees, I get out of the car to open the gate, and usually I would just leave my door open, and I hear it just close behind me, so the car was still running, my phone was inside of it, 
and I was locked out of it because the car, car was locked oh, and the door no. closed. So it was so awful. And then, of course, the place I was boarding, it was like a, a single family home. Yeah. And they weren't home. Ugh. And I was just like, what do I do? Like, it's in this rural area. Like, there's not that many people what did around. You do? <laughs> I had noticed someone drive behind me. Um, like, I knew there was construction happening at like a home, like up the hill. So I hauled butt up the hill to try to like flag down this construction worker and he was nice and let me use his phone but then I was calling my boyfriend to come you know help me and like bring me an extra key to my car and it's seven like he's still asleep he has yeah. his phone on sleep or whatever it is so I had to call like three times before it finally oh, went no. <laughs> and then it was a half hour away from our house. Was so the construction was, worker like offering you a date by then? No, like, <laughs> he was annoyed. He was like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm really sorry. Just one more time." He's just like looking at me like, "Really?" Um, so I finally got through, and my boyfriend Kevin was like, "Okay, I'll come get you, but it's gonna, I'm gonna be like 30 minutes, you know." So I walked back down to the car, and then I was just, I'm like, "What do I do? My car's still running." <laughs> yeah. So I, and it's still 12 degrees out. So I just stood there and like kept walking around the car because it was so cold. My feet were totally numb by the time he got there. And some people did like pass by and like offer for me to like sit in their car with them, but I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'm cold, but I'm not crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was a bad barn. Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad you survived. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was rough, and uh, my boyfriend insisted on me having one of those hideaway keys underneath the car after that, so it wouldn't happen nice. again. <laughs> that was a fail for sure. Yeah. How many are we at? Four? Um, yeah, I think, I think so. we're at four. Yeah. One last. I can think of one if you don't have one. Oh, we have, we, we have, have so many. We could go, that one could be a Horseman's top 100. That's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah, if you have one you're feeling right now. Huh. Well, okay. There there was a time when I took Juno out. Uh-huh. Um, this was, you know, way back in the day. And I took my little sister, who's 10 years younger than me, riding with me. And I think I was probably 17-ish around, around that time. And so she was seven. Um, which was great because when she was really little, she could just fit in the saddle right in front of me. And we had a great time um, going riding together. And we had dismounted and I had let Juno out in this arena. And I had tacked her back up and we were getting ready to get back on. And there weren't like proper mounting blocks in this area. Mm-hmm. So my usual go-to, especially if I had like to help her get on and then I had to get on, was like get off of the picnic table. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they had these like plastic picnic tables. I don't know what they're made out of, but... I would line Juno up against it um, and then climb the steps and get on. So first I put my sister on the saddle. And just as I was swinging my leg over to go behind her, Juno turned and, like, looked at something and spooked and hit the table. And instead of going hitting it and going away from it, which would, you would think is the natural uh, right series of events there, she hit it and went onto it. So she got literally was like on top of the picnic table like her belly was on the table part. No. Scrambling and I had to grab my sister off and like push her down like away from Juno wow. who was like totally getting tangled and, and scrambling. And I had to jump off too and Juno had fallen on my sister's like na- leg with her knee. Oh. And my sister's just like screaming cuz she's afraid like yes. mostly like she wasn't really being hurt but she was super afraid so she's screaming and it's just, like, such a blur, but, it, you know, it happens in, like, a couple seconds, but it's, yep. it was crazy. So I had to pull Gino's leg up to get it off my sister and move her, and then as, when I'm pulling it up, Gino popped me in the jaw with it. Oh. So I had, like, this huge, bloody, like, inner lip for a long time after. But able to get my sister away, I got away, and, like, 
miraculously one of those things like wow. we were all fine like Gino's leg was um sore for a few days after that she actually cracked one of the benches on the picnic table was cracked in half from her so but we were all okay it was just like a very like wow shooken up experience and I just oh did you guys all sister. just walk home yeah on I, all your own feet <laughs> I think what I did was call because at first you know I was like lifting her leg up I'm like yeah. oh my god no like it's a broken what, what happened and she after a little few minutes she was like able to walk out and she I had the bed out and she was fine um but I think I called my parents to come pick up my sister yeah because at that point I was just like overwrought yeah. and shook yeah. and she was you know all of seven was like crying and was really upset and scared yeah. so yeah I called in reinforcements in that one but yeah that was a definitely you know these are such good learning experiences even though in the moment it's so awful and you're just like oh my god like mm-hmm. yeah I've never mounted from a picnic table yep. since then that's for yep. sure yeah 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 and it seems oh. totally harmless yeah, in theory it yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it works until it doesn't yeah so. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just scraping the surface on oh, what we horse fails. on our horse fails. But. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna let you pick another topic. Okay, I'll pick another one. Maybe mm-hmm. a funner one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's see. Um. Oh, top five other podcasts. Oh, great one. Yeah, that's a great one. All right, you start. Okay. Um, there is a podcast that I recommend to everyone all the time and he's just probably so bored of me saying it but it's called ologies uh-huh. <laughs> and it's hosted by Allie ward and it is phenomenal every single episode she interviews another person who's an expert in a very niche field they're mm-hmm. all ologists a la biologist yeah cardiologist but much more niche than that people who are like butterfly experts and buffalo experts and ice cloud experts and things I've never heard of experts and it is so great and she asks um she asks questions that she says she's like I ask smart people stupid questions but it's all the questions you would totally want to ask and it really makes me feel um you know, if I ever met an expert, I would I wouldn't feel intimidated. Like they're all just people, and yeah. it's funny, and it's beautiful, and it's inspiring, and sometimes it's sad, but yeah. it's great, and everybody should know about it. Yeah, ologies, that's a great one. You turned me on that one, and I really like it. Cause, you know, I just love a nerd, like yes. someone who nerds out on whatever it is. I mean, because we're horse nerds, obviously. Yes. So it's really fun to hear about other people's passions and what they've, totally. they've dedicated their life to. Yes, in exactly. In almost unhealthy way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we like to have other people in the in our court like that. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, one of my favorites that is horse-related is the Come Along for the Ride podcast. Um, Tracy Malone <laughs> hosts that one. Are you choking on your spritz? <laughs> She is such a great interviewer. She is really thoughtful, and it seems like she does a lot of research on her guests before she interviews them. She asks great questions and is really good at keeping the conversation going. And she has talked to so many cool equestrians. Um, I was just listening to one of her episodes the other day. Uh, She was talking to an equine behaviorist whose name I forgot at this moment, but it was such a great episode, um, and I was really blown away so yeah come along for the ride it's one of my favorites I can't wait to listen to that yeah I know I can't believe you haven't I know I know I know it's such a good one you know it's funny like a lot of the podcasts well I definitely listen to horse podcasts but there are other ones like ologies I always am like I just need to decompress and yeah sometimes not horse for a moment oh totally um and on that note, something totally out there that I love um if anybody listening to this podcast 
is into astrology like I am, you will be very happy to know that there is a great podcast called The Radiance Project, and it is hosted by Heidi Rose Robbins, who's an astrologer, but she's also an incredible poet, Mm. and she was an actor, and she does a really beautiful job of talking about what's going on astrologically, but also... um, bringing that into embodiments and talking about, you know, she'll say, oh, I chose this poem because it's really Piscean. And Mm -hmm. I love thinking about archetypes in that way beyond Mm -hmm. just, um, you know, a classic horoscope, like really feeling into emotions. Mm -hmm. And um, she has incredible guests on who also are in a variety of fields, um, other poets too. And she always asks the person she's interviewing to read a poem that she's chosen for them that they've never most of the time read before. Oh, really? And so, yeah, it's just, it's really sweet. It's really intimate. And um, I think it's a really beautiful way to talk about astrology that isn't too, um, I don't know, all the other ways that we talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's good. I haven't listened to that one yet, so I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah. Yeah, another non-horse one I like is the Death, Sex, and Money podcast. Um, It's a pretty popular one. It's really good. But yeah, different, you know, they interview different people, different topics. Mm -hmm. They have one on student loan debt that I found very helpful to listen to. Um, Yeah, Death, Sex, and Money is a great one. And then what other horse podcasts do we like? Oh, well, I love Adele's podcast. Yes. The Willing Equine. The Willing Equine, yeah. Adele is such a great mind, and she just spills it all on her podcast, All downloads all the information to you. It's yes. Awesome. She's incredibly generous with what she shares, and I've learned so much, and um, I love listening to her. Yeah. So, um, and also, I love Frida's podcast. Yeah. The Frida Rainbow podcast. Yeah, Frida Rainbow. Yep. She has an awesome podcast. She is so much fun to listen to. She has all different types of topics. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, those are my favorite horse ones, really. Yeah. Yeah. My, me too, for sure. Yeah. All right. I think that was more than five. Yeah. What – I think we want to wrap it up pretty soon, but what other top five do we want to hit Okay. before we say adios? I think – I think we should end with the top five – this is what you wrote annoying slash best things about us is it the best annoying things or annoying and best i think it can be either or but i was thinking annoying and best okay like, so like a little of both. a little yeah balance like a best out. thing and an annoying thing yes okay okay <laughs> <laughs> all right an annoying thing about me or that i find annoying about myself uh-huh. i have like a lot of food intolerances mm-hmm. and gluten is one of them and it's i mostly have accepted it because i'm been this way for like 10 years plus now mm-hmm. but sometimes I still get so freaking annoyed that I can't eat gluten <laughs> it just really it's frustrating and then there's other stuff like garlic has become a thing for me mm. so it's just it's tough and it's I'm, I love food and I also don't like being seen as like high maintenance and picky and stuff I really don't like that so having to constantly be like I'm sorry I can't eat this no. I'm like I don't like that I don't it's not like a an identity I lean into you know so I get annoyed with my uh, food issues oh my god yeah I think about every day how we can't share garlic knots I know <laughs> just the worst friend um okay I think an annoying thing about me is that I can be really really impatient and yeah. 
it just is. And I know <laughs> it and I'm aware of it and I can't help it. And that's <laughs> annoying too. Um, yeah. And even though I know it and I'll be like, I, Charlotte, you could just relax. Like, you know, it's, I get almost obstinate. Like mm-hmm. my time is being wasted. Yeah, like if I am trying to go somewhere with my girlfriend and we're all ready and we're like about to walk out the door and she's like, wait, hold on. I have to go to the bathroom actually that I'm just like, "Ah." and it's like, you know, all of three minutes, but I really can't stand it. Yeah. And Charlotte's expecting something. Those expectations need to be met (laughs) or else. (laughs) Or else. It's good. Uh, You're also very clear on your expectations. I would say that's the flip side. One of the better things about you is someone who is, very clear about what they expect and what they need and they want. And I know I really admire that about you because it's hard, it, you know, and it's, I think it's something a lot of women struggle with, especially, you know, just mm-hmm. being able to name and then voice what we need. And you're very good at that. So thank you. That's so nice. That's one of your best things. I've just decided oh, for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's hard to think of the best things for yourself. Oh, well, I can think of a million best things about you. Okay. Well, tell me <laughs> <that>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, a best thing about, oh my gosh, where could I even start? I just love you so much. The best thing about you is how you're incredibly good at thinking, um, I don't know if this is the right word, but globally. Like, Hmm. you're really good at seeing many sides to a topic, and you are very just, you know? I appreciate that, like, you're willing to dive in one way or another, but you always see the other side Mm -hmm. and you're very measured in that way. And in a way that doesn't ever feel like, you know, you're not playing devil's advocate all the time. You're not like taking the fun out of a situation, but, um, you're very good at like balancing, um, you know, what's real and what's not Mm -hmm. and what's, um, (laughs) I really appreciate that about you and you're very grounding to me. Thank you. That's that's nice to hear. Yeah. Because sometimes that's an annoying thing for me about myself. I'm like, just pick a thing. Like, <laughs> just be firm. Like, There's one idea. Don't keep thinking about it. Oh, but. no. I love that you explore so much. And, and then, you know, what I love about that is that I know that when you do settle on something, I can absolutely trust it without a doubt because you have thought about all the sides mm-hmm. of everything and never worry about that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> that's really nice. How many are we at? I don't think um, it matters yeah. <laughs> Let's say one. Okay, I feel. Let's say one annoying thing, like about both of us combined. combined I would say our par- Okay, yeah. <laughs> I would say if I were either of our partners, I would say an annoying thing about Tista and Charlotte is <laughs> that they have zero concept of time. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, we're both really guilty of like forgetting to text or be or, and. Yeah, it's you're good at it. You'll remind me. I'll remind to text you, but then I'll. Well, I've had. I think I've had longer to understand the difference between horse time and like regular human time. And it's like Kevin's had longer to and learn he's, that. Yes, too. my boyfriend has had. Leah's um, still learning. Yeah, Leah's still learning. <laughs> horse time versus real time. Kevin has no. Juno yeah. is my longest relationship, so he knows he's second. To yeah, Juno. So. It's like when they talk about in stories when, like, you know, the fairy people take you away, and you feel <laughs> like it's been no time, but it's been twenty years. Like yeah. that's what it's like when we go hang out with the horses. Oh yeah, and just all the time since we do so much together now, which is something I'm super grateful for about us. Like we spend 
like hours and hours every day yes, together, but do. it's like never annoying or I'm like never yeah. sad about it. So. <laughs> yeah, we're like we really line up in a lot of the right ways, but we're yeah. not we're similar in so many essential ways, mm-hmm. but then we're a good balance for yeah. each other too. Just not for them sometimes. Yeah. We're working on it. <laughs> we're doing the best we that can. Love life, horse life balance is hard. <laughs> if you've nailed it, tell us I know. how. <laughs> Send us a spreadsheet. <laughs> we want all the tips. <sighs> yeah, that's a good one. Huh. I think that's good. That's I great. I love that. that. I think good. that's the perfect, <laughs> the perfect end to our top, our first top five. First top. We five. could obviously come up with a lot more. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you have any other top fives you'd like to hear from us, yeah. definitely, you know, tell us, message us, send us an anchor yeah, voice to talk message. About ourselves and horses. <laughs> so. Possibly another annoying quality. Yeah, possibly another annoying quality to add to the list. We've done more annoying than best, but it's okay. (laughs) It's good to be honest. Best quality. We are honest people, and we care about showing people who we really are and putting ourselves out there and connecting to others. Yes, transparency is definitely a number one aspect of Heart Horse and of you and I as people. Totally. So, yeah. And on that note... Heart Horse is the monthly subscription for women whose hearts belong to their horses. To learn more about our subscription boxes and exclusive online community, visit us at hearthorsebox.com. And be sure to stay connected with us on Instagram at hearthorsebox. Thank you.